We start off by saying you are tuned into Local Motion on 91.3 WVKR, independent radio Poughkeepsie, New York, playing music of the Hudson Valley. We're here each and every Wednesday live from 4 to 6 p.m. Please give a like on the Facebook page and a subscription to the YouTube channel, Local Motion on 91.3 WVKR. Now let's get our guest on the phone, Alexander. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Rita. Yes, we're here. Rita. Rita. <laughs> Rita. Yes, yes, we're here. We're here. Yes, so, I'm here. I'm here for you, Rita. Yes. I absolutely love that. Thank you for your time here today. I appreciate it. I'm glad your power outage got fixed and we're on the phone and all of that stuff. Um, do you, If you have me on speaker, can you take me off? Oh, uh, I'm just talking to you through my earphones. So oh. I can... But so you, you can't quite hear me. I can it? hear you. Um, it's yeah, no, and that can work. Um, usually, just as long as the phone's not on speaker, um, we'll have a much better audio uh, connection here if that's the case. So um, I am not on speaker. I swear I am not, nor have I ever been. Okay, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so Alexander Platt, you are the music director and have been for 21 seasons at Maverick Concerts in Woodstock, New York. I will welcome you again. Welcome back to Local Motion, Maestro Platt. Um, let's start a little bit with your <laughs> career. Um, it, it's it's quite a rich career. You have many things going on. And let's... Um, I mean, you span the world of symphony, of chamber music, opera as a conductor, music director, uh, curator, and host. I mean, tell me a little bit about how you got into doing what you're doing now. Well, gosh, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just ultimately surviving as a, a practitioner of classical music, of, of fine music, serious music, good music, the music that we all love and devote our lives to, and um like so many people in this profession, this crazy profession, I'm essentially a journeyman in that I work in five different cities in five different states and three different parts of the country. So uh, <laughs> it was 21, 21 years ago that the lovely people on the board of directors of the Maverick decided to uh, hire uh, a then young man who was um, uh, based in Chicago, Illinois for the winter season. But I have to remind everyone that the man who founded the Maverick, Herbie White, also had come from Chicago. So ah. there is a bit of a tradition there. Ah. And um, I just have a very peripatetic existence where I'm just driving across the country a lot. And um, I, however, uh, words cannot express how much I love spending um, the months of July, August, and September in the Hudson Valley and the Catskills, mm-hmm. uh, having the privilege of running the Maverick. And it really is a dream come true. And as I, I spend, as you said, I spend most of the winter season um, as a conductor. And at first it seemed rather curious as to why I would spend the summer basically not conducting, but rather curating and hosting uh, programs of chamber music and other fine music that we do um, in the Maverick Concert Hall. And it's actually been one of the great blessings of my life because by the time I get round to the 4th of July, I really want to rest um, those arms and just actually... It's a. It's become a unique privilege, and not something I had ever expected. Uh, frankly, to be able to be a music director, but not essentially be the guy in the hot seat, mm-hmm. be able to be you know the host who sets out you know the beautiful table uh, for the guests and just um, preside and host and welcome and hopefully occasionally say a few words about a, an artist or a work of music that might be enlightening and and just to be part of this historic and legendary and and truly fabulous kind of Woodstock, uh, Hudson Valley community that I just love every minute of. So it's a curious road that got me to the Maverick um, two decades ago. It, it happened by chance that uh, they were having, they happened to have been you know, looking for someone new. And, um, and I'm, just, I'm just so happy it all worked out because I just adore uh, every moment I spend in the summer, uh, the long, long summer in, in Woodstock yeah. at, at the Maverick. Yeah, it's, it really is quite a place. I mean, I have told so many people, you have to go see this venue if you're not familiar with Maverick Concerts. Um, it is really, truly it is unique. A, unique. Yeah. It is a hidden gem. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. the history of of the Maverick in in um, in Woodstock, of course, one of the first two art colonies. But 
Talk how, how it came right. to fruition. Well, I mean, how the Maverick itself came to fruition is also something really serendipitous. Um, you had really kind of the Walt Whitman of the Catskills, a gentleman named Herbie White, who was this utopian and free thinker and had gone originally to Woodstock from the Midwest to be part of the Birdcliff colony and then kind of famously split off as the Maverick, get it, Maverick, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. in 1905, I believe. He founded his own art colony called the Maverick Art Colony. And then it was, it was during, the, um, during the First World War that um, he decided that he wanted to give a series of concerts, a little music festival, because he'd, his first love really had been, always had been classical music. And um, he decided to just put on his own festival in what was, by that point, a, a kind of a hollowed-out quarry in the woods just outside of the village of Woodstock, and it was such a great success. They were inspired, Hervey White and a bunch of his followers were inspired to build their own concert hall. So in the early part of 1916, they built the famed Maverick Concert Hall, which is gloriously still standing today. And as I often say, it, it kind of looks like a cross between a an old kind of Puritan meeting house and a Fijian community hall it's like this it was the story goes that they had their their only guide in engineering and architecture was a big picture book of old french cathedrals and they built this it's like it's like something out of like paul gauguin Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) paul gauguin were a new england congregationalist he would have built this it's this rude wooden chapel in the forest outside of woodstock new york it's something you'd never expect um the, the other yarn about the Maverick Concert Hall is that, um, especially pre-COVID, I'm sure it will resume, every Saturday I'll be just on the grounds of the Maverick and kind of a late model, kind of fine automobile will roll into the parking lot. And it'll have, it'll have Florida plates usually, which means that it's a rental car. Mm-hmm. And it'll roll into the parking lot and the electric windows will go down and, and someone in a European accent will say, is this where Woodstock happens? <laughs> <laughs> Is this, are we in Woodstock? Oh, my god! <laughs> and I'd say, no. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. No, it was going to, it was going to be here, but this is the Maverick and it's a bit too small for Woodstock. So you want to get back on the road and go towards Bethel Woods and, and I, here's a map and yeah. it's always, it's hilarious. It, oh it's gosh. almost every weekend that happens. Is that right? <laughs> oh my god! Is this the Woodstock? No, <laughs> no, you're at least over an hour away from the, where that no, happened. So sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let me wow. give you a map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, funny. So yeah, so so the Maverick is really where like um, that whole free thinking utopian Woodstock spirit began, and it's in the teens and twenties and thirties. Um, it was where the the famous, infamous Maverick festivals, these kind of all night, all weekend, uh, just excursions and bacchanalia would occur. They really, until I think in the summer in the mid thirties, like they were shut down by the New York State Police. They just got a little too out of hand, and that really was truly, truly uh, the genesis for what became Woodstock in 1969. Mm. So we have a rich and deep history. We are really where Woodstock began, and it it is a great, great testament to uh, the board of directors and trustees through. Through the many decades, we're yeah. now 106, 107 years old, that they have preserved this hall and it, it, at considerable expense, I might add. With you know, with climate change, it's ever more of a challenge to preserve this simple wooden structure in our modern times. But people come from literally all over the world to be at the Maverick, and they're always just just amazed at what they see. And as mm-hmm. the great. Uh, Second violinist of the 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 now in it's historic. The great Tokyo String Quartet said to me once, "There is something about this place that is so pure, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. really is. It yeah. is just so pure." And I'm so proud of the fact that we have, you know, been continuing to kind of sell out our houses on Sunday afternoons for some of the great classical music artists of North America and indeed the world. Um, 
but we're also in the last 20 years we've been able to grow and sustain a thriving and eclectic series of Saturday evening concerts which are overwhelmingly not of classical music but of folk music, world music and jazz and mm-hmm. I am thrilled, I am so thrilled that we've been able to do that and we keep doing it because um, I just love at the end of the day, Rita, I just have this very um, I have this deep-seated prejudice and um, it's towards something called talent mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. artistry and, uh, and, you, and you know, it's like what George Zell, the Cleveland Orchestra used to say about young conductors, you know it in about the first 15 seconds right. where there's someone has that with the great one of the great 19th century artists, the great Pauline Viardot, that one of the great women of Paris said, as she said, the, the divine spark, the mm-hmm. divine spark. And mm-hmm. I just, I want to just feel that divine spark. And it doesn't matter. I mean, I grew, grew up a dyed-in-the-wool classical musician, and, and in many ways always will be, but honestly, I just, I want to feel that divine spark, whether it's, you know, from you know, a great jazz artist, a folk music, world music artist, or one of the great string quartets of Europe. I just, and then if I can feel that spark, then I'm happy. Right. I've done my job and mm-hmm. I've brought something to this community. Yeah, so, well, that you so, definitely and, have. I'm so thrilled about it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And, and this season really, really is a knockout. I mean, thanks to our intrepid board and we have our wonderful director of operations, Luann Balawa. We had a kind of a COVID season last year and pretty much sold out everything in advance. I think I was there for a few shows last year and I was surprised how many people, how many people were there. Yeah, it was really glorious. And Mm -hmm. we're now back to a full slate of Saturdays as well as the full slate of Sundays. And, you know, our, I I just encourage everyone to go to our, our excellent website, maverickconcerts.org to see what the, COVID precautions are, and they'll probably change with, you know, conditions, but be that as it may, we're going to just give Woodstock, like, the greatest lineup we've ever had. We have, I just, I'm so thrilled at the way the Maverick has enabled me to kind of pursue this kind of religion of mine of, like, kind of tradition and diversity. I mean, you can hear, you can come to the Maverick on a Sunday afternoon and hear one of the great, you know, Beethoven quartets. You can hear some great uh, new music for string quartet for composers from you know America and all over the world, and then Saturday nights, you know, we've got as you know, we've got Simmy Stone making her kind of true debut at the Maverick as and a solo isn't that as funny, a headliner because she really is from Woodstock, grew up in the Birdcliff mm-hmm. art colony, and mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. how appropriate mm-hmm. that you've got Simmy Stone who has you know performed with so many people and she's such a great talented performer all on her own so i'm hoping to come to that concert because i think that's going to be absolutely amazing as are quite honestly all of them you also have another local um treasure uh, happy traum mm-hmm. coming with cindy cash dollar yes. and happy traum every time he's been on my show i feel like i'm getting the history of folk music given to me in his lifetime he's age something years old and mm-hmm. i mean the mm-hmm. first time bob dylan recorded blowing in the wind guess who was in the in the recording studio with him yeah Happy i know Trump. he was in the room in the room yeah. yeah i know exactly and and we and we use this phrase woodstock legend you know we bandy that around a lot of course but he truly is he, a woodstock yeah. legend yeah. and um and he always rita he always gives us such a beautiful evening at the maverick mm-hmm. he's such a pleasure to work with he's so generous he's so easygoing it's it's a pleasure to to welcome him to the Maverick every year. He's it's, salt of the like earth. A, He's the salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. He's as genuine as mm-hmm. genuine can be. And I I can't say enough about Happy Traum. I adore the gentleman, and um, it's it's mm-hmm. it's always Likewise. an honor speaking with him and just learning from him because he is such a treasure of history and of the Woodstock history as well because he's been up there for so long. Um, now I am also. You know, my daughter's a classical violinist, and I've, over the past 12 years, learned a lot about classical music. Nothing, I mean, I'm just touching, scratching the surface, but I know what you have coming up there. Uh, the piano, um, look at July 3rd, this coming July, this weekend, you have Simone. The great, yeah, the Dinnerstein, the great Simone Dinnerstein, who made that great splash about a decade ago with yeah. the recording yeah. of the Goldberg Variations, and she's doing another 
exquisitely kind of iconoclastic program. And then like two weeks later, July 17th, we have this incredible Israeli pianist, Daniel Gertler, who like has like, it's like he has like a direct link to the late 19th century. It's, it's really uncanny. And he's going to do some of the great uh, lyric pieces of Edvard Grieg, which were literally written for kind of a woodland mountain setting. Oh. That's going to be so special. We've got like, We've got our string quartets, everyone from like the Escher string quartet on July 10th, which for me is like the great, great young American string quartet, just top of the line. They just get better and better. And then we have two weeks later, we have the the Donnell Quartet from Paris, France, and uh, in a totally different way, equally sublime. Uh, We just, we're really bringing the world to Woodstock on on Sunday afternoons. You really do. And let's talk about this Saturday. Tell me about the Nexus 50th birthday bash with guest Paul Winter. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, another Woodstock legend of ours, Mr. Gary Kvistad, who, of course, is the longtime owner of Woodstock Chimes and a longtime part of the Nexus Ensemble, the most famous percussion ensemble in the world, I think it's fair to say. They're having a, due to that damned COVID, they're having a belated 50th birthday bash uh, appropriately in the Maverick Hall. And their special guest is going to be another legend of our time, Mr. Paul Winter. And that's just going to be an amazing experience in kind of world music, shall Mm -hmm. we say. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's in between... Nexus and Paul Winter on this Saturday, and then Simona Dinnerstein uh, on uh, Sunday afternoon. We're in her program is going to range from Robert Schumann to celebrating the 85th birthday of Philip Glass, who's uh, kind of a an adopted son of Woodstock, I think one might say, who has a huge following up in these parts. Uh, it's going to I can't I could not give you a better opening weekend yeah. uh, for the Maverick than yeah. that. And that's this weekend. We are talking about the 4th of July being this weekend. Um, uh, I'm mm-hmm. guessing you're getting in a car maybe tomorrow and driving to the East Coast. Um. I, I head east. Yeah, I do one of my transcontinental drives. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I love every minute of it. I really love my itinerant life. I really do. It's a very, It's a great privilege to... It's a great privilege to make a living as a musician, mm-hmm. you know, to to make a living doing literally what I dreamt of doing when I was a when I was a kid. Beautiful. I'm, I'm very lucky. Yeah, yeah, yes, you are absolutely. Um, you also have um, world music on July 30th with Simon Shaheen. The, yes, the the Simon Shaheen Trio. He is, of course, the grandmaster of the oud, which is the basic folk instrument of, of, of Palestine, and he has this great, world-famous, world-famous trio of artists. That's going to be an amazing experience as well. And then a couple of weeks after that, uh, another of our favorite Woodstockers, Mr. Steve Gorn, he of the Bansuri Flute, is going to give us yet another uh, gorgeous evening of Indian classical music, an evening of ragas in the spirit of Ravi Shankar, and he has two, uh, as all as he always does, two amazing uh, colleagues of his from India uh, joining him on that evening. So, I mean, just for world music and folk music, we have a, a star-studded summer for everyone. And then, of course, on Saturday, then then there's our our jazz jazz at the Maverick, which yes. I'm really proud of the lineup we've got this year. Mm-hmm. As you should I be. Mean, yeah. You may. Well, thank you. I mean, everyone from you know from the great young talent Christian Sands yes. and his trio, who I just is so everything he does is is just delight. Uh, for me, he's like the Teddy Wilson of our time. I just think he's incredible. And and then on the other hand, we've got you know the Bill Charlap trio, the yes. grand old master Bill Charlap, who I always cannot wait to I think I saw him at Maverick I've I've seen him there I don't remember what year COVID has me all screwed up as far as when things happened exactly you know before or after or anything like this his his trio is for me they're they're just the great masters of the art and it's it's always an honor to have them back and just and again, just the pure delight. And and uh, we have our theme this year because we're all like surviving this COVID you know, adventure and then other adventures in our lives today. Uh, our theme this year is last year was all about surviving and this year it's all about freedom and joy and our two kind of load stars of the summer who are who seem so different on the surface 
but really are, are actually have a, a lot in common. Franz Josef Haydn from the classical sphere and Duke Ellington. Ah. So a lot of our jazz programming, Christian Sands, Jerome Jennings, the great uh, genius jazz drummer, director of the jazz orchestra at Juilliard, uh, they're all devoting their programs to the spirit of Duke Ellington. And I know what you're thinking, like Haydn, Duke Ellington, what, what's the connection? I like it. I like they're, it. They're, well, there are two very profound connections, and one of them is that both of them, and they're very different, whether it's Duke Ellington in New York or it's Joseph Haydn out working for the you know Prince Esterhazy in 1779, they were two of the greatest band leaders of all time. You know, I don't have to tell you how Duke Ellington kept his orchestra together through whether it was the Great Depression or whether it was like, you know, the ascent of rock and roll in the late 50s, how Duke always kept his band together and always had this incredible group of artists like Billy Strayhorn and who, you know, were so essential to, to helping him. And Haydn was the same way, keeping the Esterhazy princely orchestra together, attracting some of the greatest musicians in Europe to work for him and to work with him. And then he goes to London. He works with Johann Peter Salomon in the 1790s, and Haydn's the grand old man of Europe. And so they have this connection as like survivors of, you know, these, uh, of this incredibly difficult profession of fine music. And then the other thing they have in common is it truly is their sense of joy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not for nothing that we call Haydn, his nickname is Papa Haydn, because he was, you know, Mozart was so mercurial. Mozart was like the rock star of classical music in Vienna. Haydn, Haydn is that gentle genius. He was always an optimistic fellow. His music just bubbles over with a sense of joy. And that's, of course, what we're, we're always feeling in Duke Ellington's right. music, always that sense of joy. And, yes. and the way Haydn, as the grand old man, he goes to London, he becomes the toast of London in the 1790s, just like the Duke, like in the 60s and early 70s, he's doing the, you know, the sacred concerts at St. John the Divine. And it's the same thing, it's that sense of joy that, as Jerome Jennings said, we, speaking of both of them, you know, whether it's Papa Haydn or the Duke, we need their sense of joy right yes, now, yes, more than ever. So more than they're going to be our two, yeah, more than ever. So they're going to be our two kind of guiding spirits over the season. So we're going to hear some of the great Haydn string quartets, and then again these great evenings of jazz um, in the spirit of the Duke. And then on August fourteenth, there's actually a concert where I bring both of them together. <laughs> On stage, love that the Harlem friend, Quartet. The Harlem, yeah, yeah, it's only only at the Maverick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only at the Maverick. Oh my gosh, so MaverickConcerts.org. I mean, get your tickets now because you really do sell out. And um, yeah, last season sold out in advance. Last yeah, season sold out in advance. Yeah, because of, of 2020, so right now. Out. Yeah, you really do mm-hmm, want to get mm-hmm. your tickets now. It's like just go um, mm-hmm. now. Tell me about mm-hmm. this annual chamber orchestra concert that you look like you might be conducting. Well, well, you flatter me. Yes, uh, due to the uh, again the, our wonderful board of directors, they for my very first season. They allowed me to put together a a little chamber orchestra concert. Um, And I'll never forget the very first year, that must have been 2003, we did the chamber ensemble version that I had reconstructed um, from Vienna of the Mahler Fourth Symphony. Um, And I'll never forget who was in the audience of that sold-out house, but Pat Matheny, who kind of walked out of the hall. Yeah, who like walked out of the hall looking like a kid in a candy store. Uh. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was like the moment like where we all said, "Hey, this really might work out." <laughs> kind of relationship, you know. Right. And it was very special. So the we've done every year since we've done an annual chamber orchestra concert, which tends to be in later August. So mm-hmm. this year it's August twenty seventh, and this is really going to expand on last year's theme of again of surviving because we were last year was the one year because of the covid issues we were not able to do a chamber orchestra concert so it's really been vacated from last year's theme and we've got kind of three of the great uh musical survivors of the 20th century gustav mahler we're going to do his beloved adagietto uh, from the symphony number five which of course is just for strings and harp the uh, amazing, amazing Concerto Grosso number one of the great um, Swiss uh, Jewish composer Ernest Bloch, 
who, like Stravinsky and so many other great European musicians, found refuge in America in the early to mid-20th century, uh, went on to a great career, and this is his most famous piece for string orchestra and piano. We're going to do this incredible rarity by Dmitry Shostakovich. There was a great survivor, mm-hmm. as a composer in the Soviet Union, under Stalin. Mm-hmm. And, of course, things never quite change in our world in that regard. And this is this amazing version of his violin sonata, for strings and percussion that he wrote for David Oistrakh, a dear friend of mine, this incredible uh, Russian, uh, well, now very much an American, um, but and he lives uh, in the Berkshires uh, near Tanglewood, um, Yevgeny Kutik, whose family were one of the very, remember all those, uh, I think they called them the Refuseniks, those Soviet, refu- those Jewish refugees out of the Soviet Union. His family was one of the very last wow. of them. They wow. came to America in the very late 1980s. And mm. Evgeny Kutik is an incredible violinist. I've worked with him several times with my Midwestern orchestras, and and he uh, he kind of married into Boston Symphony Orchestra royalty. He married the daughter of Ed Barker, the legendary uh, principal double bass of the oh, Boston wow. Symphony uh-huh. Orchestra. So he's going to come over from Tanglewood to join us as the soloist, and we're going to start with. Um, one of the great maverick Woodstock composers, Alan Shulman, whose Stuyvesant string quartet was for many years in residence at the Wood- in, you know, in Woodstock at the Maverick. He was also a composer. He wrote this hauntingly beautiful set of theme and variations for viola and strings, and that's going to be played by my dear old friend Michael Klotz, who is the violist of the Amernay string quartet from Miami, who will then be playing the concert the very next day on Sunday, the 28th so wow. of August. So that's going to be an incredible weekend. We have three concerts that weekend. It's wow. going to be, wow. you know, it's going to be like, uh, you know, like Tanglewood. Yes, yes, a trifecta. <laughs> but, You're going to have a trifecta. But better. But better. It'll but be better. Tanglewood, but better. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, you know, the Maverick always is such an intimate place. And and to walk around the yeah. grounds, I always like getting there a little early just to soak it all in. Um, and it's Thank just, it, it's really lovely. It's genuine. It's, 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 there's not a bad seat in the house um, wherever. There's literally not a bad seat in the house. It's, right. We seat just under 200 people inside. And then we see another, gosh, hundred or so out on those lovely benches just mm-hmm. outside the hall where on a lovely summer afternoon or on a beautiful, you know, Saturday night with the August moon, I actually prefer sitting out there myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, so it's about 300 folks we can get in there. And it's just, it's like, as you know, it's so, in the best sense of the word, it's simple. It's, yes. it's no frills. Every seat is perfect. And... Uh, we have this incredibly devoted staff uh, and band of volunteers who make it all happen, and I get to be the maestro and preside over it, and it's just uh, nirvana. I, from the minute you drive onto the property, and there's usually, I've always seen one or, uh, either a gentleman or a lady there directing the traffic, and so welcoming and just so friendly and happy that people are there. You know, not it's not like indeed, a job. It, it's just they're really welcoming. They're like, yeah, this is going to be your experience for the next couple of hours, and enjoy this, right? And, and it's just, it really indeed, is I think, lovely. I, I think you're referring to the the the, the treasured Bill Russell. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh! I, I occasionally I occasionally fill in as parking Prince Regent. Yes. When Bill's not available. Right, right, right. I think <laughs> I've seen you there treasure. at at parking as well. And Bill, yeah, that yes, must yeah. be his name. Now I'll remember that next time I I come and indeed. he's there. I'll be like Bill. He's yes. always there. Yeah. always there. Yeah, that's a beautiful One of a kind. thing. Well, tickets available, Maverick concerts, and you know you're off. You're off and running this weekend, um, starting and it goes Indeed through September. So MaverickConcerts.org. Mm-hmm. I will mention your. I always do what's called musical happenings at the end of my show, and I mention music in the Hudson Valley. So you're on my calendar all summer, and I'll definitely be playing wow. some of the music. And um, yeah, no, I can't say enough. I'm I'm a huge fan of this venue um i think everyone should experience it and it's just absolutely 
a real treasure in the Hudson Valley. And, and it's small and it's intimate and it's off the beaten path a little bit. And um, go check out Maverick Concerts. Their website is very simple um, to navigate. And you will hear the different artists that are coming, whether you like contemporary music or jazz or open yourself up to classical. Because I tell you, I, I there's something... I listen to classical all day on Sundays, and it's just something um, grounding about it. There's such a beauty in Indeed, it. Indeed, yeah. And um, we need all of it. We need all of this great music. Yeah. It, one, one, in, one invigorates the other. Yes. Truly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you've got the great schedule going on, Alexander. You've done quite a job. Continue to doing quite a job at the Maverick all these decades, and um, they're very lucky to have you as music director. And um, yeah, oh, thank, thank you for you. bringing Likewise. thank you for bringing this music to the Hudson Valley, um, and in such a intimate, beautiful setting. Maverickconcerts.org, Maestro. I am going to play some of the music that you sent me, along with a track from Happy Traum, and I'm going to say I thank Lovely. you so much for your time on the show today. Safe travels back to the beautiful Hudson Valley, and um, I will thank undoubtedly you. see you this summer at Maverick. Indeed, we shall. Thank you so much, Rita. You're quite welcome. Thank you, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, you too. Bye. 91.3 WVKR. That's Maestro Alexander Platt from Maverick Concerts. One of the artists that is going to be up coming there is um, Happy Traum, which is what we're going to listen to right here, right now. 91.3 WVKR. <laughs> My golden river, sun and water all my own Yet I was never alone Sun and water, oh life givers I'll have them where'er I roam And I was not far from home on the water life and death are all my own yet I was never alone life to raise my sons and daughters golden sparkles in the foam and I was not far from Winding highway, travelers from near and far. Yet I was never alone. Exploring all the little byways, sighting all the distant stars. And I was not far. golden river, sun and water all my own, yet I was never WVKR Happy Traum Just for the Love of It is the title of the release and we heard the song Sailing Down My Golden River which was written by Pete Seeger Happy Traum 
one of the performers um, at Maverick Concerts this summer. Happy Tram with Cindy Cashdollar and friends will be there on Saturday, July 23rd. Thank you to Alexander Platt for being my guest today from Maverick Concerts in Woodstock. Their website is maverickconcerts.org. You can purchase tickets there and see their lineup and Go check it out. It is a beautiful place. Words do not do it justice. And I can't recommend uh, going there enough. So we are going to play a track that is nine minutes long. You don't hear this on radio very often, but you can hear on local independent radio, which is a beautiful thing. This gentleman will be performing at Maverick on Saturday, August 6th. I also want to say that in case you missed part of that interview or perhaps all of it and you're just tuning in now, We'll be uploading it tonight on the Local Motion on 91.3 WVKR YouTube channel, as well as the Facebook page. If you'd subscribe and give a like, that is always appreciated. Next, I'm going to play a track by Christian Sands Trio, and he'll be at the Maverick Concerts on Saturday, August 6th. So this is a nine-minute track. Enjoy each and every note, and I'll be back right after that to go over musical happenings here in the Hudson. Valley. Let's take a listen now. 
91.3 WVKR Christian Sands performing L-O-V-E. Thank you for sending that my way, Chris uh, Alexander Platt. That was a beautiful, beautiful rendition of that. Christian Sands will be performing at Maverick Concerts on August 6th. Tickets info at maverickconcerts.org. Thank you to Alexander Platt once again for being today's guest here on Local Motion. It is now time for musical happenings. We do this each and every show. Towards the end of the show, we list in alphabetical order some of the music venues in the area and performances that are happening in the hopes that you go out and support live music. It's back and it's strong and we've got world-class venues right here in our beloved Hudson Valley. Let's start off with the Bardavon. Bardavon.org. July 15th, A Girl Named Tom. July 22, Graham Nash. July 26th, Gordon Lightfoot. Barnstock in Woodstock and BarnstockNY.com, July 9, Deanna Kirk. Bearsville Theater in Woodstock and BearsvilleTheater.com, this Sunday, June 20. Oh, no, that was last Sunday. Never mind. July 3rd is a Sean Rowe. July 7th is a jazz dinner. July 15th, Masters of the Telecaster with G.E. Smith and Jim Weeder. Bethel Woods Center for the Arts and BethelwoodsCenter.org this Friday, July 1st, Dead and Company. July 2nd, The Doobie Brothers. Caramore in Katona and Caramore.org this Friday, July 1, Concert on the Lawn with Pedrito Martinez. July 2nd, Pops and Patriots with Westchester Symphonic Winds. City Winery, Hudson Valley, and City in Montgomery, and citywinery.com. July 2, the Rock and Roll Playhouse plays music of Grateful Dead. July 9, Steel Pulse. July 30, Trevor Hall. Colony in Woodstock and colonywoodstock.com. Tomorrow, Thursday, is Lost Leaders. Friday, Super 400 and Sean Matthew Whiteford play Led Zeppelin's first album. Saturday, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads. Sunday, Mary Lattimore. And every Monday is an open mic at Colony. Dogwood in Beacon and dogwoodbeacon.com. Tonight, Tony DiPaolo. Tomorrow, Cosmo Kazi with Todd Judish. Friday, Sunshine Nights. Saturday, The Warp, The Weft. And Sunday, Maiwa Gemini. At the Falcon in Marlboro and live at thefalcon.com. Thursday, Tracy Bonham. Friday, Geneva Magnus. Saturday, Richard Barone and Glenn Mercer. Sunday, Becca Stevens and the Secret Trio. Fisher Center at Bard College and now Spiegel Tent is open. Info at fishercenter.bard.edu. July 1st, Nana Hendrix and Mama Funk at Spiegel Tent. July 2nd, Susanna Barch at Spiegel Tent. Jazz Forum in Tarrytown and jazzforumarts.org. Friday and Saturday, two shows each night featuring Nilsson Mata and Brazilian Voyage. Kingston Music in the Parks, July 9th at Academy Green jazz concert with the sweet spot info at kingston.ny slash gov music in the parks levon helm studios in woodstock and levonhelm.com july 3 patty griffin july 8 nicole atkins july 14th krasno moore project featuring eric finland maverick concerts in woodstock and maverickconcerts.org. July 2nd is Nexus 50th Birthday Bash with guest Paul Winter. July 3rd, Simone Dinnerstein with Tim Fain. Rosendale Street Festival, July 16 and 17. Seven stages, over 80 bands, over 100 from the Hudson Valley. Info at rosendalestreetfestival.org. The Stissing Center in Pine Plains and the Stissingcenter.org. July 9, Thor Jensen with Nick Anderson and Ari Fulman Cohen. 
Tarrytown Music Hall in Tarrytown, also at tarrytownmusichall.org. July 16th, Graham Nash. July 22nd, Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. Town Crier in Beacon and towncrier.com. Every Thursday is an open mic. Friday on the Salon Stage featuring Carrillo and Seville. Main Stage, Last Minute Soulmates. Saturday on the Salon Stage, Margie Zintz. On the Main Stage, featuring Chris Smither with special guest Milton. Sunday Brunch with East Coast Jazz at Town Crier. Last but not least, Blues on the Farm at Stone Ridge Orchard. Saturday, July 23, from noon to 7. Live music, food trucks, vendors, and farmers market. Info at StoneRidgeOrchard.com. And that does it for me for musical happenings. It's nice to see the list getting bigger and bigger because of the summer season. And um, lots of things are opening up and the music is back and yeah, all that good stuff. So thank you everybody for tuning in today. And um, I've got a few minutes left. I'm just going to be able to play a few minutes of the Escher String Quartet who will be at Maverick Concerts on Sunday, July 10th, world-renowned String Quartet. Thank you again to Alexander Platt, the music director of Maverick Concerts, for being the guest today. We'll be uploading it on the YouTube channel and the and the um Facebook page as well. I will be back next Wednesday with guest Lee Falco in two weeks. I can't wait. We've got Nels Klein from Wilco on three weeks. We have Joe Lewis Walker and Eric Parker rounds out the month of July. Lots of great lineups. We are fully booked here through September. So keep it tuned where you're at. Be sure to subscribe and follow and you'll be updated on all the great things that are happening. I, um, Again, this is going to be a few minutes of the Escher String Quartet. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It means a lot. Your support always does. Stay tuned for Dr. J with Irie Groove and keep it tuned right where you're at with WVKR and its great musical lineup. Until next week, I wish you peace.